Hello there and welcome to our next study here um, at Born Again Christians on doing our discipleship course and our topic um, for this week is um, baptism and really there is a few verses that are connected to this. There is massive um, amount of scripture on this but we will pick um, five scriptures just to to really get us thinking about the subject here on baptism. So our first um, scripture we will read is Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 and 19. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And also in the book of Acts, the book of Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, Verse 41, Acts 2, verse 41. Then they that gladly received the world, word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And go forward a few pages to chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse, verse 36. Yes, um, Acts chapter 8, verse 36 and 37. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And forward again into the book of Romans, the book of Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6, verses... 3 to 4. Now ye not, know ye not, that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, and like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. And lastly, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, just in your next chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 17, For Christ sent me not to 
baptize but to preach the gospel not with wisdom of words lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect now in this lesson we will answer six different well not different six important um, questions about baptism and our first one is what is the meaning meaning of baptism well our first point baptism is the first step of obedience after believing as we just read there in Matthew 28 verse 19 and 20 and Jesus commanded baptism and the believer submits submits to it as a step of obedience and secondly the baptism is a picture of the gospel which is the the death the burial and the resurrection of Christ as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 3 and 4 and also baptism shows the believer the believer's identification with Christ it is symbolic of the believer's death with Christ and his resurrection to new life in Christ as we read there in Romans chapter 6 verse 3 and 4 and baptism is a public testimony before the world that I have believed in Christ and that I intend to I intend to live a new life in Christ it is an, an announcement to my discipleship to Christ see each baptism in the New Testament was an event that was witnessed by other people now our second part your, um, these questions is does baptism make one a Christian and this is quite an important um, question a vast number of people believe that baptism makes one a Christian Roman Catholics believe that and Greek, Greek Orthodox um, believers believe that and Christ and the Church of Christ also believe that even Hindus and Buddhists and Muslims typically believe that baptism makes one a Christian but you know it does not personal faith in Jesus Christ makes one a Christian true Christianity is not a religion it is a personal relationship with Jesus. Baptism is only a picture and a testimony of one's faith. You see, water does not save us. Good works does not save us. Religious rituals does not save us. These things follow our salvation. But it, but 
It's a, a personal faith in Christ that saves us. Salvation is a free gift of God's grace. As we've read even um, la la the last time in Ephesians chapter 2 um, verse 89. And if I could even, and if I could add even one work to do it, I, this would mean that it is no longer a free gift. So you don't have to work at it. There's no work ethic in becoming saved. It is a free gift. Now thirdly, um, if we consider um, our third question, what about Mark 16 verse um, 15 and 16 and Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, um, Acts chapter 2 verse 38. You see the, the Church of Christ, another which is a, a false church, um, and some other false churches claim that baptism is necessarily part of salvation. And two of their favourite proof texts is, Matthew, is Mark chapter 16 verse 15 and 16 and Acts 2 verse 38. Now, let's consider Mark, Mark 16 verse 15 and 16. Um, he reads this. And he said unto them, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And here we're taught that baptism is closely associated with believing, but it is separated from salvation itself. The sinner is not damned because he doesn't get baptized. He is damned because he doesn't believe. The wording is very precise and it's so important. Um, baptism is an evidence that a person has truly believed. Those who claim that claim to believe in Jesus but refuse to be baptized are not true believers. Jesus said that those who love him obey him in John chapter fourteen verse twenty three. And it's great to see even um with the Church of Scotland in such a mess it's good that some churches, church, the Church of Scotland, um, there's a church over in Greenock where they have started um, to do this, um, baptism by immersion. And that is fantastic news. So let's consi consider um, that, um, that other um, uh, chapter that... Um, um, some um, religions abuse. And that's Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The believer does not get baptized in order to be forgiven of his sins. He is baptized because 
he has been forgiven of his sins. The expression here for for the remission of sins could mean in order for your sins to be forgiven or because your sins have been forgiven. A similar expression is used in the, the latter way in in Luke chapter in Luke chapter um where is it? Luke chapter five. In Luke chapter five. Um yeah. Luke chapter five thirteen and fourteen. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. And he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing, according as Moses commanded, for a testimony unto them. The leper was instructed to offer himself to the priest for thy cleansing, meaning because he had already been cleansed by Christ. And we know this is the meaning of um, Mark 16 verses 15 and 16 that we read and, and Acts um, 2 verse 38 by comparing scripture with scripture. The Apostle Paul said that the gospel of Christ that saves, and we read that in, 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 in earlier studies in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, and he taught that baptism is not the gospel. And we read that um, even in, in the last study in 1 Corinthians um, chapter 1 verse 17, with um, chapter 15 verses 24 as well. So, let's look at the at the mode of baptism, and this is quite an important because um, some places are quite various in their in their ways. And let's look at um, on the mode of baptism, and maybe we can discuss more on the on the forum. Um, it is sad that even. Um, even to discuss the mode of baptism because the Bible is so clear about it but we must discuss it because most professing Christians practice sprinkling and pouring scriptural baptism though it's immersion or burial in water following are five evidences of this and number one the meaning of the word, the term baptize, means to immerse or to dip. Secondly, this was the manner of which Jesus was baptized. He came up out of the water in Mark 1 verse 10. And thirdly, this is the example of early Christians in Acts 8 verse 38 and 39. The preacher and the candidate went down both into the water and came up out of the water. The only re reason this could be to practice immersion, otherwise the preacher would merely have dipped up some water and applied it without getting wet. 
And fourthly, this is the only mode that fits the biblical meaning of, of the practice. Baptism is a picture of, remember what we've read, the burial and the resurrection with Christ, and only immersion fits with this symbolism. Sprinkling or pouring does not. Um, um, see, see, um, yeah, see Romans 6 4 again. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, and like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also walk in newness of life. So, and fifthly, we see immersion was the only mode of baptism in the churches for many centuries, and many ancient baptisteries testify to this, and the most ancient baptistery in Rome, for exam example, is a large pool that was ob obviously used for immersions. And the, the man who studied, who's done this study that we're reading today, um, David Cloud, he's, he's, he says here, I have stood in the baptistery and it comes up to my waist. You know, the same is true of the ancient baptistry I have, which he has um, seen in the church in Ephesus. So, we go into our kind of last two points, and who has the authority to baptize? The New Testament church has the authority to baptize. It is the Lord's chosen institution for this age, and it is the house of God, the pillar and ground of, of the truth, as if you read in 1 Timothy 3 verse 15. Every baptism in the book of Acts was con conducted by a preacher. And what follows them, baptism? The thing that follows baptism is Christian service and holy living, as we read in Acts 2, verse 41 and 42. The individual that takes baptism is testifying that he has died to the old life and that he is going to follow Christ as Lord of his or her life. And it is very serious and solemn practice the Christian in the first church at Jerusalem continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. So that's the end of the study. It's a short one this week, but it's really quite important. And it's really good um, how the Way of Life um, ministries um, through David Cloud have managed to put these um, studies together for us um, to really understand what um, church practice from from a biblical view. So I hope you were blessed by this and 
I will post up the some questions up on on the forum um, later on this week. Okay, take care and God bless.